He's headed for a responsibility he can't even imagine fulfilling. How, how can he do it? I mean, our minds stagger. We can't even imagine. How can this man, how can he do this? Well, there's two words. Two words that give you a window into this dear follower of God. A window into his heart on how he could do this. These two words are found in verse five. I want you to look. Verse five, then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. Here here are two words that give me an insight into the thinking of Abraham and how he could do this. The first word is the word worship. Worship. Again, folks, listen. This is another first. This is the first time worship is mentioned in the Bible. The first time the word worship. He's worship. He's going to go worship. What does worship mean? Worship means to express worth. It, it means this, lordship and love. That's what worship is. Worshiping God means recognizing his lordship, but it is out of devoted love. Abraham loves his son, but not above God. Abraham loves his son, but he does not worship his son. God is first in this man's heart. How can he do it? Because he worships God. The altogether worthy one, the Lord of his life, and the one that he loves from the depths of his heart. But now notice there's a second word. It's just a little word. It's the word again. I and the boy will go and worship and we will come again. Abraham told those two young men, my son and I are going to go up there and worship and we are coming back again. You know what that word again tells us? Trust. Trust. He is trusting in the God who cannot lie. God Almighty has told him in Isaac, you will have all your descendants. In Isaac, the world would be blessed. In Isaac, he is the son of the promise. And God is asking me to take the life of Isaac. How can he take his life and still be the one who will bring the promise. How can it be? Well, Abraham somehow had worked the answer out in his mind. And we're not told in this passage what the answer was, but we're told 1,800 years later by the writer of Hebrews, this is what Abraham was thinking. Hebrews 11, verse 17. 
By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who would receive the promise was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. Isn't that staggering? This man's faith, staggering trust. God has said, in Isaac will come my inheritance. He is the God who cannot lie. If he asks me to take my son's life, then the only answer is he must be intending to raise him again from the dead. What a man of God. And then I want you to notice, what a son. Not just what a father, but what a son. Because you see, Isaac is in this as well. There's the faith of Abraham, but let me tell you, there's the faith of Isaac too. Isaac, he is literally the representative of unconditional submission. Unconditional submission. Now remember something. Isaac is now a youth. The word here doesn't mean little boy. He's not just a little three or four year old boy. He is a youth. He is walking by his father's side. He may be 12, 13, 14 years of age. His father is 112 to 114 perhaps. Perhaps. 